Hey, what's up? Welcome to the AV Club Podcast. My guest today was the stunning and beautiful Taylor Martinez. She also had her sidekick, Mr. Jack, as she prefers you call him, um, also known as Jackson, her dog. Really good guy. But anyways, our episode was awesome. I had no expectations coming in. I thought she would be a little nervous, but she did really freaking good. It was a great conversation, and I think... A lot of the stories obviously are true, but I think you guys are going to enjoy this and it's a little backstory and a little history about her and I and our relationship. So let me know what you think. Like and subscribe to the channel, baby. And uh, enjoy. We're rolling. Good afternoon. Good it's evening. Good night. Really? It's late. It is super late. Your bedtime. You caught me right before bed. We are. We're in the studio here with Mr. Jackson. <laughs> Mr. Jack and Mr. Jackson to all of you. Mr. Jackson. <laughs> Jackson at home. Jackie at home. <laughs> True. Jackie. How long have you had Jackson? A long time. <laughs> He's about to turn seven on the 24th. On the 24th of September? 24th of September. What are we going to do for him? It's when he entered the world as a young pup. <laughs> as a pup. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are, what are you gonna what are we gonna do for him? I don't know. Throw him a party. Yeah, we are. Invite his one friend. Are you gonna get him <laughs> Are you gonna Orion, get him a shout out Orion? <laughs> <laughs> are you gonna get him a uh a, a balloon that says seven? No. What? What is he gonna do with a balloon? Take a picture with it. Mm. No. <laughs> a puppy cake maybe. Okay, that's it. Uh, whipped cream, peanut butter, whatever Sonic made him the other night. That was freaking good. It tasted <laughs> good. I eat probably. It's it. the dog treat. I know. I started eating it. But it was your it. treat too. <laughs> well, they put my favorite thing in it. It's peanut butter and whipped cream. And I just, <laughs> I started using my tongue. I was like, <laughs> it was good. to a dog. Yeah, it was good. We shared it. I'll put the video up maybe. It's a little weird. It's a little close. Yeah, I zoomed in. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> what? Uh, you're the videographer, not me. Yeah. Yeah, take notes. Um, <laughs> Taylor, thanks for joining me today. Sorry to, like, do this so last second. I know you were busy. <laughs> Super busy. Yeah. What, um, well, let's just get into it right now. Introduce yourself. My name's Taylor. I'm Aaron's girlfriend. Mm -hmm. That's all I got for you. What do you do? What do I do? Uh, I am a veterinary technician. Okay. Where at? City Limits Vet Clinic. Okay. In Austin, Texas. Hey. If pets need any shots, let me know. That's pretty cool. You, I've known you for many years. So we're going to talk about that. But I think as long as I've known you, you've done that. Well, not as long as I've known you, but uh, majority of the time. I think uh, once you like really started hanging around the family, I was just kind of getting into it. Mm -hmm. Or at least like when I remember you hanging around the family or yeah. like when I came back home and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, it's like, it's cool to see because you've, I don't even, I don't remember ever talk we probably never talked about it whenever <laughs> yeah, no. like back then yeah but you're freaking good at your job <laughs> and you. it's freaking cool and it's so gross when you send me pictures <laughs> of like the insides of dogs <laughs> and like pulled it's my favorite teeth. thing to do i think you send you me pictures of like pulled teeth that are black and <laughs> disgusting and no, i don't <laughs> yeah <laughs> you daniel and uh jada mostly you guys get my gross pictures that's disgusting. It's fun. No, not to look at. <laughs> not fun Could to you look imagine, at. though, like not brushing your teeth for a year mm. or like six six months, a year, maybe even like years oh, and just the buildup. I have a hard time not bring, brushing my teeth for like a day. Like if I miss a day <laughs> or like, you know, a night. I brush my teeth like three or four times a day. It, it's so gross. It's like you can feel it like. Mm. That's disgusting. I know, it's crazy. That's it's disgusting. Fun. How long have we known each other? Uh, Use your brain. Use your memory, Miss Memory. 
Yeah. I don't know, because honestly, I don't, I think you were around, but like, I wasn't always, I wasn't living at home, so I don't really know how long, like, you were around. Like, the first time I ever really remember you being around was that week I was home and got my wisdom teeth pulled, and I was, like, double the swollen. Do you remember the year that was? Was no. I still in high school? No, yeah, you were still in high so school. Then it had to have been 2014 or 15. No, it was like way before that. Really? Yeah, it was when we were in the condo. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. You were, yeah. You were. Um, but that's the first time I ever well, really remember, uh, you, remember you like in the house, mm-hmm. like when I was there. And then I think, I mean, that's when I was living don't, in well, Dallas. So. You don't, don't make it sound creepy like that, you know, like I was, <laughs> I was in the house for a reason. Well, out you're hanging out with Daniel. Yeah, I wasn't just in the house. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, yeah, that's when I first remember you in the house. <laughs> Don't know where or why you were there. Well, but I was also like in a lot of pain, so I was under the influence of pain medications. That's true. So I was like in and out. I just remember like being made fun of. <laughs> See, I think you're making that up because I don't remember that. And also, you just said you were under the influence. I don't think you... <laughs> I don't think you were making fun of me. I mean, I know for sure my dad and Daniel were. Yeah. You were probably just laughing. And so that's why I remember it because I was probably embarrassed. Mm, Yeah, that's that's messed up. (laughs) Mm -hmm. You know, what's crazy is that we have that picture of us at my high school graduation. Yeah. I do not remember taking that. I saw that picture. You you sent me that picture for the first time. Well, I guess it wasn't the first time because we took the picture. But like you sent me that picture probably like a year ago or so. Yeah. And I was like, how did you, how did you make, how did you get this? Cause this never happened in my brain. That never happened. The funny thing is like the only thing that I really remember from that, like your high school, high school graduation is like being stuck in traffic on the way home. Yeah. Driving home from Fort Worth. That was bad. I don't remember any of the rest of it. Yeah. You know what I remember? I remember that that night we had our, graduation thing at main event it was like a lock-in so basically like after graduation oh yeah 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 what do they call those lock-ins no <laughs> <laughs> no it was like um like your after your graduation part like i don't know like your grad night party it, I was, don't like, know. it was like a, it was like a high school there's like a senior trip kind of but like but not but yeah that was that's what we i did. don't know because in california we do disney overnight so we do like disneyland at midnight like you travel. That's pretty cool. I know. It's like grad night. Every every high school does that? Um, I think your high school has to like pay into it. Right. But like they send all your seniors. And it's typically graduation. Sometimes it's graduation night. Um, and other times it's just like scheduled the week before. Mm-hmm. But um, I mean, my high school kind of did the same thing, like a lock-in. Yeah. Um, mostly just so y'all stay safe out there. Yeah. Can you hear yourself when you talk? Can you hear when it like cuts out a little bit? No. No. I don't know what that is. I think it's the mic mm-hmm. is like. I heard it just then. It's like, yeah, it's, it's like good, but it's not the best. Like it doesn't always know when you're talking or when you're not. So yeah. like sometimes if you, I don't know, I just try to get close. But anyways, I remember that night, my graduation, mm-hmm. we went to main event and it was like, there was like a hypnotist there. He hypnotized some people. What? That was weird. Were you hypnotized? It, no. I don't let, I don't like that voodoo coming near me, but. Not until you met me. Whoa. <laughs> that's good. Yes. Yes. I agree. That was a bad joke. I wouldn't have agreed, but it wasn't. So, but just kidding. there was a hypnotist. You mm-hmm. got to play like laser tag all night, which got boring after like two games, you know, <laughs> yeah. and then you just are sweaty for no reason after that, you know, like, cause you're running around with the, with the phaser is what they call them. And it goes, pew, pew, pew. and then it hits your back and it kind of like vibrates. Uh-huh. But. That night, there was a raffle. Like, they were just raffling off prizes to all the seniors. And, like, you didn't have to do anything to get your name entered. Your name was just, oh, no, no, no. It was, like, something to do with, like, points. Like, it was really a parent thing. Like, if your mom stepped up to the plate enough times and, like, volunteered, then you got points. And then, like, they put your name in a raffle. And, like, the more they did it, the more names you had in there. Uh And so I remember... So for some reason, people were leaving. People like left early. And so there was like 
probably 30 prizes unclaimed. It's a lock-in that you're not really locked into. I mean, I think you had to, you could have parents pick you up. Oh. And so people left early. And so these prizes were unclaimed. And so I remember I got like $150 worth of gift cards and I got two pair of Beats headphones. I was like, what? All right, I'll take this. And then I think I sold one. I returned one to Best Buy or to Walmart. I kept the other. And so then I had like another 150 bucks on top of the other one. Yeah, I was crazy. Smart. I'm a smart guy. Yeah. Um, so there's actually a couple things I want to bring up, right? We had a okay. kind of like a pre-discussion of what we were going to talk about, but I lied. I tricked you. No, I'm just kidding. So <clears throat> I wanted to ask you about, first and foremost, you've been in Texas for like what, like half of your life kind of? Um, or less than half. Probably less than half. Like, I mean. Way less than half. Zero to 18, I was yeah, in that's California. Right. That's right. I was here. And then I've been in here. I've been here for like 10 years now. Yeah. Dang, that's wild. Mm-hmm. So what What was it like by fast. growing up in California? Especially like in the time, I don't want to say we, because we're like not the same age, but like we, because we, yeah. like same generation kind of thing mm-hmm. where like obviously now is totally out of the picture because this generation and this era of kids are the most recent ones. They just have had a totally different like world Mm -hmm. growing up. But like, what was it like in California back then when things were kind of chill and like, you're making me sound a lot older than that. No, like in like the, what, what was it? The eighties and (laughs) no, this is like, I'm talking two thousands, late mid two thousands, late two thousands, early, early two thousands, you know, like, I can't remember that time. I was alive during all of it, but I can't remember it. Yeah. Well, first of all, because my memory's not very good. Yeah. And second of all, I just, I don't know. I was a chubby kid. That's really all <laughs> I remember. I don't know, because it's hard for me, too. Like, mm. um, my life, like, high school, middle school and high school was so revolved around basketball mm-hmm. that, like, we really didn't do much of anything else i mean we vacationed all the time we went to the went to the beach all the time i went to the beach with friends yeah um i mean we went (laughs) it's california so you know you where we lived we're like an hour away from the beach and then we could drive an hour and a half up to the mountains and be in the snow so i mean we vacationed a lot there was a lot of different things to do but it's hard because because basketball just over yeah i get it it just consumed um especially like high school mm-hmm. we were just non-stop <coughs> if you weren't playing in high school we were playing like a y'all aau or right. travel yeah. we always called it travel ball and um travel ball because <laughs> aau is different like aau is like a is that your foot yeah aau is like a, its own thing it's like a paid it's like almost it's like a separate high school league right where travel ball is like you're playing tournaments all over aau is tournament still but like I don't know that I don't yeah, know I don't the difference. Know, I don't know the difference either. It's like, I was just like playing. <laughs> so it's like it's like AAU is like the step up from just travel tournament ball. Because uh-huh. travel tournament ball, you could have like a random team every weekend. With AAU, you're like on a team. You're paying for that team. You have a legit coach usually that's like being paid usually, mm-hmm. and it's more intense. Yeah. Well, then we definitely had an AAU team that yeah. like we started. Like my parents started, um, and we. We practiced at the school my dad worked at at the time, and um, we definitely traveled, though. Like, we played in Arizona. We played in Las Vegas. That's wild. San Diego all the time, L.A. all the time. Um, I think we stayed, I mean, for California, like, Arizona or Phoenix um, and Las Vegas is, like, pretty local because it's only, Mm -hmm. like, a four- or five-hour drive. That's, like... You can't even get across Texas in that time, so four hours gets you to get you to Stanton, Texas. <laughs> I think that was five and a half. Shout out to like oh five. my gosh, you're right. Yeah. Wow. It yeah. probably gets us to like North Dallas. <laughs> yeah, it's wild. Yeah. It's that's one of the. I think that's a good thing and a bad thing about Texas, but whatever. Yeah. It is cool to be in California and just be like a literally like a, yeah. a stone's throw away from. Yeah freaking a different state i think that was like probably a big adjustment for us too when we moved here because like we moved to granbury and we were like we felt like we were surrounded by nothing <laughs> like we have to drive 45 minutes to get to fort worth right that's crazy like white tr- is that what you're trying to say white trash <laughs> no that's messed up <laughs> no 
the drive. <laughs> I'm just saying, like the drive. the drive was horrible. Yeah, it was. It was just a big adjustment coming yeah. from being so city to something we we're just totally right. unused to. Well, and you guys weren't even really in the city. It, you were just like. Yeah, no, we were definitely in like suburbs. suburbs yeah. yeah, you were definitely close enough to where it's like a like currently like a drive to Austin, yeah. but far enough yeah. to where you're not in the action of like yeah. if there was a riot you wouldn't be close yeah <laughs> you know yeah. what i mean but yeah that's wild it's really crazy the drastic differences that even first of all that you and daniel had right because daniel didn't have that like to a certain extent he had yeah he was he was he was younger mm-hmm. so i moved i moved my senior year of high school and so I literally came from like a, a normal like five five A school here, right, to like a one A school in Texas. And so yeah, it was like six hundred people in my class to like I think I graduated with like seven other people. So it was like a huge change for me. That's so for weird. me especially, but my sister too. And then Daniel was so young that he just kind of like dove into it at first and was was okay yeah he got in there at a good time where it was like like the jump Mm -hmm. of high school right like the transition of like i mean especially like speaking on behalf of the people of the school he was going to Mm -hmm. like going to move into it was like the time in life where people our schools meshed yeah right so like we had been obviously there's two parts of town and where we're from yeah and there's two different middle schools and so when you grow up on a certain side of town, you attend the middle school that's closest to you. Mm-hmm. And then in high school, ninth grade, 10th grade and up, you know, you're, you meet and you go to one school for the first time ever. So you're like, oh, it's yeah. like you're meeting people that you already know mm-hmm. and you're getting to see them on a daily basis. Yeah. And then like, he was there for that transition yeah. like a year later. So he came into like Greenberg high school, like perfect timing. Yeah. 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 Cause then he got to meet everybody at the same time instead yeah. of having to like, it was weird. That's weird yeah. how they do that. Cause he came to Texas like seven grade then seventh eighth grade mm-hmm. i don't know i didn't know daniel existed back then yeah i, <laughs> I hear get along too well i hear y'all were not friends <laughs> you just had to be siblings it took us a second i feel like it was like that for me and my brother as well though mm-hmm. you know especially my brother well, y'all are well i mean y'all are pretty close in age though three years yeah but me and well yeah like you're like a, just right there yeah. I guess an extra year or two does add up. Like it does yeah. make a difference. In yeah. Well, it's different because me and my sister are like 16 months apart. So yeah. we're like attached at the hip and then have somebody or like Daniel that was stupid. <laughs> no, just way younger than me. Yeah, it is weird. Like my brother was super nice. My brother's going to be a surprise guest sometime soon in the near future. So we'll probably talk about that, but. It was weird, though, because I remember being, like, annoying. I remember being the annoying younger brother. And it's, like, at the time, I didn't know I was being annoying. Yeah. Like, thinking back, I'm, like, oh, yeah, def- definitely annoying. But mm-hmm. it's weird to think about, like, when you when you, when you you go back like that. I remember <laughs> I remember my roommate, Brendan Clough. Shout out to B. Clough. <laughs> we, were, we were roommates in college for two years. Uh-huh. Totally random, because in high school, or when he was in high school, I was younger, three years younger. I just remember like we weren't really friends like we we knew each other but he would like he wouldn't mess with me but he would stay away and make it a point to like not include me and like not to be mean but just like oh like this is a little kid I don't want to mess like get away a little kid yeah and then we were roommates and now we're like really really close and so it's just weird how like that happens over time I don't know it's strange yeah I get that I was I was like probably like that with Daniel I don't remember but I will I felt like I was the opposite with my sister I always wanted her to be around. I always wanted her hang, to hang out with me. Yeah. Because we we're just so <coughs> close. We did everything together. I mean, pretty yeah. much everything together. We had our own friends and stuff, but we were, we did everything together. So. Yeah. No, that makes sense. I, I honestly, that's pretty similar to how Daniel and I were mm. whenever we first started, like, dating. Whenever, uh, yeah, <laughs> when we first fell in love. <laughs> whenever we first, Started hanging out. Well, it's really after we graduated college. Mm-hmm. It was the first time since high school we both were able to drive and like mm-hmm. we were, we were adults and we were actually like able to hang out. Mm-hmm. And then it was like that's a different story though. 
Remember when we freaking me and not me and you, but me and Daniel freaking lived in the same room for three months. Yeah, and that was wild. I forget about that. And I have to. I have like something will bring it up, and I'm like, oh, I shared a bed with that guy. <laughs> that was wild. So times. weird. <laughs> so. <laughs> I don't know why I just started laughing. So one thing I wanted to bring up as well was you, so should we go fitness first or should we go us first? I'll let you decide. You don't care? No. Whatever you want. Let's talk about us and then we'll talk about fitness because okay. we both are kind of, you know, mm-hmm. that's kind of one of our, um, one of our things we have in common. Mm-hmm. But so we... It was a nice transition there, like when he moved to Marble Falls. Yeah. that's when we just kind of like so started. Yes. I don't know, having more like in-depth conversations with each other, I guess. Yeah. So to put it in context for people, Taylor and I have known each other for a long time, right? Mm-hmm. We kind of established that. But during this whole time, Daniel and I were like best friends through high school. Mm-hmm. Even through college, although we went to separate colleges, like way across the state, we like were still really good friends. Would make make it a point to like call a couple times a week and just made sure that we stayed in contact mm-hmm. because you know that's just what we just a really good friend, and so like we could count on each other and stuff. Um, tell each other like different experiences because he went to school with a bunch of nerds, and I went to school with some high quality people, some high quality <laughs> Texans. Um, <laughs> Anyways, and so whenever whenever we graduated college, Daniel got a job right away. Mm-hmm. He got a job at this place called Squeaky Wheel Marketing in Marble Falls. And um, it was a really chill place, really cool. Bosses were cool, you know, like the atmosphere was like super attractive. Super laid back. Laid back and very attractive, like very like kind of almost do what you want mm-hmm. as long as you get your work done. And... Um, <clears throat> So Daniel called me and he was trying to get me to work there. And I was like, dude, I've just like, I was like, I, I mean, I can't, you can't hire me, bro. You're, you're just an employee. What am I, what am I supposed to do? Right. He was trying to get me to go and like visit. And I was like, dude, why am I going to visit? Like, you cannot hire me. You know, <laughs> you don't have that authority. What, what am I going to do? Just go see what you do. And, um, I remember at the time I was living home cause I, I had just moved back home for, yeah you know, from college. And so I, I, w- I told myself, I was like, Aaron, you have to the end of the month to find, I mean, end of the summer to find a job. Mm-hmm. Right. So May till like August, end of August. And then, um, it just so happened that a position came available where Daniel was working. <laughs> and, um, I'm like, I'm like telling you just this. So happened. Yeah. Right. I'm, I'm telling you this, but also like, obviously it's for like the context of the listeners, but yeah. Um, so there was a job opening. So I immediately, the next day after Daniel told me that I drove up to Marble Falls, mm-hmm. um, checked out the office. We all went to lunch. And then at the end of the day, the dude was like, so you're going to work with us or what? <laughs> and I was like, are you serious? Like, do you want a resume or anything? He's like, no, do you want to, you, you ready or what? And I was like, That's crazy. I said, give me the weekend to think about it and I'll return back to you. And he's like, okay, cool. And then I think the weekend was my birthday. Yeah. So I celebrated my birthday. I talked to, you know, my family. They were like not unsupported, but they were like, dude, you can't make money taking pictures. What are you doing? <laughs> my uncle was like, dude, go do it. Yeah. <laughs> and so I, I was like, remember that. Yeah. I was like, all right. And so I was like, I'm down. I'm there. <clears throat> Excuse me. So on Monday, I packed. Tuesday, I had left. I don't know if it's packing or if it's just like throwing stuff well, in your car. I literally, so I, my point was I, when I got home from Your definition from of school, packing. Yeah. <laughs> when I got home from school, I made it a point to not unpack my stuff. Mm-hmm. So I was like, Aaron. That's smart. Yeah. The more uncomfortable you are in living at home, yeah. the less likely you're going to want to stay. Mm-hmm. So I didn't pack or didn't unpack. So all I had to do is really load a couple things up because I'd only been home for like a week or two. So some of the stuff was actually still in my truck. And um like all my mm-hmm. underwear was still in my truck. I didn't even touch it. I didn't use it. And um I'm just kidding. But <laughs> so moved down to Marble Falls. 
literally we have no place to stay, right? So me and Daniel are living together. And then like there's these points and times where like you and Jada were the only people we had close that we knew, mm-hmm. right? So we would drive from Marble Falls to Georgetown every now mm-hmm. and then and um, go hang out because there was like stuff to do with y'all. Yeah. If not even at the very least. I mean, I y'all were going back and forth from Austin for a while. From Austin? Austin and Marble Falls. Like just to hang out. Oh, yeah. So we would. Well, no, no, before that, it was Georgetown first, right? So we would go visit y'all because, like, we didn't have any other friends. Oh, yeah. And so we would go visit y'all mm-hmm. and then, like, stay the weekend mm-hmm. and, like, sleep on the couch or, like, air mattress and then come back. Mm-hmm. And then we would keep doing that. And then, like, me and you started to communicate more. Mm-hmm. And I don't know of specific time or a specific date or, like, a specific mm-hmm. situation, but, like, we just slowly started to communicate without anybody else in the picture. I think we always <coughs> kind of like yeah, yeah, yeah kept in touch with each other. Like I think when well, I moved home the first time in like 2000, I don't even know, 15, 14. Yeah. I don't know. The first time I moved home, I think from there, like we developed like this, like super informal friendship Yeah, where like we kind of communicated with each other once in a while or like every other like month or week we'd like, say something smart to each other or like swipe right. up on each other's stories and just be dumb. Like um, I would, it was me flirting with you. <laughs> yeah. We'll call it that. And you flirting with me. <laughs> um, and so I think we had like this, this like very informal friendship. And so when I think you yeah. were here, I think that that was kind <laughs> of able to blossom into like a deeper friendship and mm-hmm. like hanging out around each other more. So getting to see each other a little bit more and then getting to talk to each other a little bit more. And then you texting me all the time. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) Yeah. Just kidding. Kind of. I mean, it did happen. We would just, we just got to talk more and more and more. And then. Yeah. I think our conversations just like, just kept flowing. Like they never really stopped. It just kept like going Mm -hmm. to the next day and to the next day. And then it was just like, kind of our thing to do was to just kind of talk to each other all day long. And then it just turned into like, mm-hmm. it just develops like on yeah. its own. Because like I would go on a limb and say that people have that person usually, right? Like yeah, people always have that person yeah. that they just are always texting with, no matter if it's like a relationship or yeah. just a friend. Yeah, There's like a daily texter, right? Where you every day you're pretty much being consistent with that. Yeah. And we were that with each other and then eventually like we were hanging out enough to where it was like, mm-hmm. Oh wow, this like maybe maybe we've got a date or something. I don't know, like maybe something could happen. But the thing was is like I was super reserved. Like and I intentionally was like that. Scared, Scared reserved, whatever you want to call it. I was any of it. Because I didn't want it, you know, it's a really complicated thing whenever you get in the middle of a relationship with uh one of your best friend's mm-hmm. siblings, right? Yeah. So it's really weird. And so that was something I had to navigate around. And I really at first was like, no, Mm -hmm. no, no, no. Don't want it. Don't like, I don't want to mess anything up or ruffle any feathers. Yeah. And you being the rebel you are, (laughs) was just like, dude, shut up. (laughs) Just shut up. I don't think I told you to shut up. You were probably like, quit being such a freaking sissy about it. (laughs) No, I think I put it a lot more nicely. No, (laughs) maybe but probably not. But anyways, that's kind of what the ha- what happened, right? Yeah. So eventually we started to hang out. We made it a point to hang out without Daniel. Mm-hmm. And I remember I took you to, I say I took you, which I did, but you drove to Marble but Falls. But I drove an hour <laughs> to Marble <laughs> yeah. Falls. I was like, hey, so come I over. and go we out on a date with you. <laughs> we, went, we went to um, Dairy Queen. Remember that? No, well, we went to the Christmas lights. First, remember we yeah. like walked around mm-hmm. the park, like Airplane. awkwardly, <laughs> not wanting to touch each other. Yeah, it's so awkward. It was weird, <laughs> and it wasn't really that cold, but like, <laughs> I don't know what. We were. Yeah, by the lake, Marble Falls, or whatever that lake was, and then, then we, we went, went to, to Dairy, Dairy Queen. Queen. <laughs> I remember, <clears throat> I remember I got home, and I was like, "Dude, we went to Dairy Queen. I got a meal." And she got a meal, but I was like, dude, she freaking got the five piece tenders. 
And she only ate like two, two. of them. <laughs> or three. And I was like, dude, I could have literally just eaten the rest of her food and not You did. Nothing. Yeah, but I was like, instead of me getting a meal, I could have uh, done that. Yeah. Instead, I ended up eating both of our it's meals. It's so awkward thinking about like our first date and like how awkward it was because we had spent so much time around each other prior to that. Yeah. And so, <laughs> like, why was it so right. weird? Yeah, that's true. Like, that was that was super awkward. <laughs> It was very strange. But I feel like the second we got back to your house, it was like, oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> now we're normal. Like, it's fine now. Yeah, because it was like the first effort, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, to be a little bit like, quote unquote, romantic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That was, it was weird. It was very awkward. <laughs> and then um, eventually we just kept t- dating. And then it led to, well, yeah. I remember I would drive up on Sunday mornings. Yeah. And um, we'd go to a weekend together at the church. Mm-hmm. And that is what, like, like really just pushed everything over the mm-hmm. edge for me. Because at that point in my life, I was like, I went to church or college. Mm-hmm. Not as much as I had been in, in the past. And then in Marble Falls, we really didn't go at all. So I got yeah. in this routine of, like, literally not going to church. Yeah. <clears throat> and then, like, you know, a huge part of church put all, like, worship and... Mm-hmm. All that aside, it's like there's just a lot of people there that are super nice and like yeah. very, very friendly people. The community is amazing. Yeah. And that's kind of what drew me. I was like, oh, man, this is really cool that she's a part of this and all this stuff. You were super active in the church at the time. and It was like a new church. So it was just really cool. And I got to meet people through you and mm-hmm. still friends today with a lot of those people. Yeah. And um yeah, the rest is history. I guess, like, I don't know. Am I, are we skipping something or no? It's I just, don't think so. It kind of just slowly bloomed into that. Yeah, I mean, everything has just been, like... Really good. Super easy, yeah. It really, really good. It's taken its own <coughs> own natural steps. and Yeah. And, I mean, I can, I can tell you, like, maybe for, like, each of us, we both have been very, like, genuine in our decisions and, like, prayerful in our decisions with each uh-huh. other and... And with that, it's just kind of like taken on its own. I don't know. Like I, I, yeah. I feel like we're just on like God's journey for us. And yeah, no, I agree. It's yeah. like, it's as almost as if it's like super cliche to say, but it's effortless in terms yeah. of like we're not trying to make each other like yeah. each other. It's kind of just a natural attraction. Yeah. And we're just along for the ride. Yeah. We're just being ourselves. And now he can't get rid of me. I know. You're stuck. You're literally stuck. um, (laughs) You're stuck because of Daniel. What do you mean? Because you're going to be friends with Daniel forever. Which means you're going to have to hang out with me forever. (laughs) That's not true. Yes, it is. I've avoided it in the past. (laughs) Well, it's me now and then Daniel. So Daniel's second, I'm first. It's true. It's crazy. <laughs> the tides have turned. It's very true, though. He doesn't mind. <clears throat> yeah, but let's not let's not forget the fact that Daniel is super, like, not that I needed his. Actually, I'm. I will. I'll take that back. I did need his blessing. I needed his blessing for anything with us to happen, and that wasn't like a. It was just like a respect thing, you yeah. know. And so he's been super cool about it. Everybody's been super cool about it, especially your grandparents. They freaking love me. I think it's been hey more yo. fun than anything. Like, I not only do, because you and Daniel had Less been. Less weird, right? <laughs> had been roommates for a really long time, or for a really long time, and recently. And so I think it's it's just been fun. Like, I get to not only hang out with you, like, I get to hang out with my brother, too. Mm-hmm. And I think that it's done a lot of wonders for, like, his and I relationship mm-hmm. as well. And so, I mean, he's my best friend um, along with my sister. And so it's done, I think, a lot of good things for him, his and I relationship as well. Yeah. And it was funny, too. Like, we were like, well, if we ever fight, like, we can't ever put Daniel in the middle. But it's more like... <laughs> when you two fight, <laughs> I'm like in the middle of it. <laughs> yeah, shut up. <laughs> yeah, shut up. Yeah, that's true. It's um definitely well, we don't really fight. We just 
get annoyed, right? We just yeah, we just get when you're living with each other. And yeah, we're working with each other and mm-hmm. spending all day around each other. So I remember you don't fight; you just bicker a little bit. We bicker, we argue, yeah. and then we like. We, it's like nothing happened. It's like silent for a little bit, like no talking, <laughs> yeah. and then something will happen, and somebody will be like, "Hey, man, you want some of this? I made too much food." <laughs> and the other guy's like, mm, yeah, "Sure," and then it's it. That's it. Um, I remember whenever we lived at the cottage, Daniel and I. So we lived in Johnson City, and we had to drive to Marble Falls, which isn't very far. It's like twenty minutes, but it's like a legit twenty minutes. Like it feels so long because you're solid. Like nothing in between. Yeah. There's literally one gas station slash yeah. restaurant. Restaurant is really good. But it's like, is Oli's. Did you ever eat there? I don't remember. Oli's, one of the best Mexican restaurants I've ever. The cra- there's a crazy story behind it, I too. I forgot what the story was, but something along the lines of Lyndon B. Johnson. I don't know. I Don't don't quote me on it. Oli's <laughs> Mexican restaurant <laughs> in Marble Falls. Look it up. There's like a story where this, this girl was like making food like out of a out of a truck or something, and that I'm not even going to say it. I don't know what I'm talking about. Anyways, we would have a 20-minute drive to the office mm-hmm. and 20-minute drive back, right, <clears throat> after work. In silence. And, yes, whenever one of us is upset, like, instead of just being like, hey, what's wrong? Like, why are you upset? Quit being annoying. Like, get over <laughs> it. It was just silent for 20 minutes. And I You was, know who's really good at the silent treatment? Who? My dad. <laughs> so. Yeah. <laughs> so it makes sense <laughs> yeah it was super strange like we just ride legit like i would do that anyways yeah. but it's weird it's not as weird when you're by yourself because you can think you can like but when you're with somebody else and you're like mm-hmm. you're like like <laughs> give them like a side <laughs> eye like like yeah. looking to see if they're looking at you or if you're if they're getting about to so- are you like, mad or are you yeah. just sleepy <laughs> <clears throat> it was weird that was a strange time but yeah, yeah. we um Marble Falls was a was a trip, but it was like a necessary step for us, honestly, like the biggest step for us. Yeah. We were an hour apart and like we started dating at that point, like in January of like twenty twenty. Yeah. And then um which we've been dating for a long time. It's crazy. By the way, I don't know about you, but there's like never been a point in our relationship, even at the beginning, like you're like the first person I've ever really like ever dated and there's never been a point even in the rough times or the bad times where I'm like yeah I'm gonna break up with her <laughs> I just wanted you to know that that's good yeah <laughs> thanks for that it's like yeah it's because at the beginning I was like yeah I don't want a girlfriend I don't want to be I don't want to <laughs> like be locked down to one oh person like although I'm like I'm like a homebody it's not like I was being wild anyways I was just like yeah, I know yeah I just don't want to I don't know just the thought of it and then I don't know. I just wanted to tell you that. I never thought about breaking your heart. Oh, thanks. I really appreciate that. Yeah, you better. <laughs> I've thought about it once or twice. Really? No. Ever. That's cool. That's really cool. I mean, but that's the intention. Like, who goes into a relationship like, ooh, hopefully this works out? I literally did. <laughs> Not that I thought it wasn't going to work out, but, like, I was like, oh, this is thin ice here. This is my best friend's sister. <laughs> that's why I did it. Not it because. thin ice. Yeah, but um, let's transition into a little bit of fitness because I know that you are super into fitness, although we both have our waves of like ups and downs and ups and downs. You, your journey through fitness has kind of been a wild one because you went through this period of time where you just weren't doing anything, you know, like. You were going so hard in basketball for so long that when you were able to stop, when, like, the leash was off, you were like, oh, I'm chilling. I was done. I'm chilling. When I was done, I was done. Yeah. So, like, what, after you stopped playing basketball in college, what happened? Um, um, mentally, I guess mentally. It's more of, like, a mental question because, um, or a mental answer because I think it was just kind of like that was part of my life for so long and then I just decided to stop playing and um and then it was like what now (laughs) like 
what am I good at? Otherwise, what am I supposed to be doing? What am I? And so it was just this very like confusing time of trying to figure out who I was without it, mm. without playing, um, because I was very much defined by it um, growing yeah. up. And so when once I stopped playing, it was just a, I mean, I went through probably just a, a, a dark, like quote unquote dark time of trying to figure out like what's next. And it took me several years and it was like several years of just not being active at all. Like um, just, and I wouldn't say not active because I still played. Like once I stopped playing, I still did um, like w- women's league and in, mm-hmm. in Granbury and I still oh, yeah, did. Right. Yeah. I still did. Um, when I lived in Denton, I used to play at the rec at, UT, at UNT all the time. I almost said UT. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I mean, we like me and my friends spent hours in the in there, just like hooping with a bunch of dudes, and um, and so I hey. didn't like, <laughs> I didn't give it up like completely, but I was having fun with it, and so it it was more fun that way for me because I wasn't being like coached all the time or told what to do or told what to run or and so I was like having fun again um and then I think once I moved let's see I moved home and then I moved to San Antonio once I moved to San Antonio I was like not being active at all and I was working late nights um not late like three to midnight three in the afternoon to midnight and so when I get home I was like awake it's pretty late yeah and so then I was sleeping in because I had, I was sleeping till, you know, 10, 11 o'clock. And then I just wasn't being smart with my time. Mm-hmm. And then, um, same, like when I moved to Austin, like you, you know, I guess because I was so active growing up, like, you know what you're supposed to do. Yeah. Like quote unquote supposed to do to stay healthy or like what you're supposed to do to, be in the gym or to work out or to work Mm -hmm. hard but I was so tired of doing what I was supposed to do that I just didn't want to do it at all um and then I think for me um and I think for a lot of females like we're just very insecure and it's hard to like sometimes it's just hard to scroll through social media and be and just sit on like you're just chilling on the couch and then you're like oh, well, I don't look like that or I don't like it's it's a lot of just insecurities and yeah. it was insecurities that I was developing at an older age because I was being less active and then I knew I was being less active. And so mm-hmm. um, I just wasn't focused on on that when I was when I was younger. And so a lot of these insecurities didn't start showing to myself or like realizing them to myself um, until I was older and so I think for me, um, I spent a lot of time by myself, like moving. I moved to San Antonio and I was, you know, my sister was there, but she was so busy that we didn't get to spend a lot of time together. And then I just like up and moved to Austin. <laughs> like, well, Austin sounds good. So mm-hmm. actually, I think I like applied to a couple jobs in Fort Worth, a couple jobs in Austin, a couple places in San Antonio couple places in Dallas and I was like wherever I get hired like that's where I'm going and so um I got hired I went to an interview in Austin and got hired on the spot and I was like all right I'll move here next week like um and so I just wasn't focused on being active and I didn't want to be and Mm -hmm. so finally I think three years ago four years ago now I think I finally like stepped on a scale or something and I was like shocked like I shocked myself and then I was like super aware of like you just get as a, as a girl you just get super aware of like everything that nobody sees right <laughs> like, yeah that's nobody, a really good way to put it yeah, yeah like nobody's paying attention to like these stretch marks that you can't even see when I have shorts on like and so I was just focusing on things that people really couldn't see but I could see yeah you knew they were there yeah I knew they were there no one else could care, like no one could care about them at all, but I knew. And so, um, I think I talked to one of my friends, um, me and let's see, Jada at the time we're living in, yeah, we were in Georgetown. Mm-hmm. So, um, 
it's really hard because I grew up in sports. It's really hard for me to like be motivated to go work out in a gym by myself with headphones in because I'd never done that before. Like I'm yeah. so used to being surrounded by a team and surrounded by a bunch of people who are supporting you and uh, around, you know, like music blasting and girls yelling at you and like hyping each other up. And so coaches, right? Like, that's yeah, the coaches. Thing. And so, um, I was like, I just need that. Like, where do you find that atmosphere? <laughs> like, how do I find that? And so I think I actually talked to one of the girls that I, I played college basketball with and I was like, um, what's this like orange theory about? Like, have you gone? Like, I thought I saw it on your story. Have you gone? And she was like, Taylor, go. <laughs> like, you, it feels like a team workout. Like, go and you'll love it. And so I think I, I, um, I went and then I just kind of like re-fell in love with what I was doing previously. Um, I, I didn't really start lifting until I got to college because that's when they really focus more on like right, right. weight room and conditioning and stuff. And so um, once I went and it was just like this like rotation of workouts and like a coach on a mic like yelling at you and music blasting, I was like, oh, yeah, this totally feels like a team workout again. And so I kind of fell in love with like that atmosphere. And then that led me to like – finding true fusion in Austin and mm -hmm. which was like double that challenge. Right. And so then I just fell in love with being competitive again. And so like competing in, in different um, challenges and stuff that orange theory had. And, and then I was like down 60 pounds, like within a year. And so I was seeing, not only was I seeing like changes in the mirror, I was also like, mentally was a completely different person mm -hmm. like my confidence was at a completely different level than what it was and so I was like falling in love with that with that but also for me I love like being at that breaking point mm -hmm. I love being so tired and then you're like I can't do this I can't do this but then you're pushed to do just a little bit more and then you're like, your body knows you can do it, but it's all mental. Yeah. Like you, you're telling yourself, I can't do this. I can't do this. But your body's like, let's go. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, let's do this. And so, um, I think it's just kind of for me, like I lost a lot in playing basketball and I was like in this depression about it because I didn't know where else I could find fitness. And so once I just kind of like. Because the hardest step, the hardest step in your fitness journey is that first step. Mm -hmm. And so once I took that, like I was sold again. Yeah. And I've been sold for like the last four or five years now. Right. That's a, that's freaking awesome. And I, I didn't know it was 60 pounds. That's a lot of weight. I know. <laughs> Dang, you were offensive lineman for a little bit, huh? <laughs> for my size. You were pushing some. <laughs> <laughs> Just that's, a little bit, yeah. That's that's wild. And it's, that's what I try to, gosh, it's so, I'm glad you found that because some people can't, some people don't, aren't willing to. Yeah. And like you said, the first step is the hardest step. Yeah. And it's not like it's easy, Yeah. but it's definitely the hardest step. Even like, even, like, go, yeah, ahead, go, go ahead, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, you. No, you go ahead. <laughs> so I was going to say, even current state for both of us yeah anybody yeah if you want to level up you have to take that first step into that yeah. direction yeah. right so it's not even just for beginners to take the first step it's for yeah. like we were going to me and daniel and adrian we're going to run that marathon mm -hmm. like the first step is literally taking that first step in the running direction yeah. which is totally opposite from working out like lifting weights you yeah. know and then it's just Couldn't be me it could be you just said you love it it could be, but That's mine's right. not there yet. <laughs> yeah, it's hard, but no, I get that. And the thing for me was whenever I was in high school, I was alone. My yeah. my freshman year of college, yeah. after I graduated, I was alone. I didn't have friends, yeah. literally. I had my sister, my mom, and my dad. And luckily, Daniel went to that private school, yeah. Cornerstone. And so I got to become friends with the coach there. And so he let me work out at their facility. Yeah. And so... I learned to love working out on my own. Mm -hmm. I learned to love 
blasting music or yeah. putting headphones in and blaring music yeah. and looking in the mirror and being like, dude, there's nobody here. Yeah. You got to, you either want it or you don't. Yeah. You got to get it or you can't, or you don't. You literally just yeah. let the weight sit. So it's And like, that's like where I'm at right now. I've been like so lost in these group classes and stuff. And it was like, I needed a new challenge. And so my new challenge is like doing this stuff on my own mm -hmm. in the gym by myself you know, blasting music and having to find the motivation within myself yeah. to, you know, keep going or to not cheat, like yeah. not do like just do two rounds, not three, because I'm just a little bit tired. Like it's I've been on my feet all day. So I think, hard. yeah, I think that's like my new challenge right now is just trying to push myself, trying to push myself and mm -hmm. not somebody else do it for me. Yeah. Which I think is super good. That's a mental, mental hill you got to climb. Yeah, you know? it's like my own like mental fitness in my like, mm -hmm. that I got going on. Yeah, it's freaking awesome. Jackson's knocked out. He's, he's dead <laughs> I'm asleep sorry. right here. <laughs> Poor guy, it's past his bedtime. Yeah, it is. You ready to wrap this up? <laughs> ready when you are. Let's wrap it up. Unless ready you want something bed. else to say. Good. Uh, I think so. Shout out to your socials. I don't even know my <laughs> socials. All right, I'll tag you in the thing, I guess. <laughs> what are your, your Instagram? <clears throat> that's your one, right? That's like your main one. Yeah, kind of. I mean, you don't I mean if you want to see Jackson, <laughs> that's really the only. Honestly, it's worth it, guys. <laughs> He's such a cool dog. He's the coolest dog. I mean, he's a little rough when you meet him because he's just real protective of his house and his me. <laughs> yeah. He's probably like more protective of you now, maybe. Probably. Maybe. No, definitely. <laughs> Try him. <laughs> Try him. He's the coolest, though. He's a good dog. He's it's just a bummer that nobody else will be able to see that. <laughs> All right. Just tag me and whatever it is. Uh -huh. says. Okay, I'll tag I you. I don't know. Thank you for stepping up to the plate. You're welcome. In these tough times. In these tough times of me not being able to get a guest. <laughs> I hope you're ready to be on once a week. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, thanks for coming on. You're welcome. Okay. Anytime. All right, bye everybody. Thank you. <laughs>